Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, folks. Welcome to the, the Pedal Power Podcast. <laughs> yeah. No, we're not going to name it that. If you guys have names for the podcast, send them in. I totally think we should be P3, Pedal Powered Podcast. Anyways, this is Travis. And I'm Pam. And we're the Powers. And we pedal around. And we decided to do a podcast, so... See how this goes. We're going to limit them to what? 20 minutes? 20 minutes, 30 minutes tops. And then let's just give it with a caveat. We might talk to people. It's really um, going to be interesting balance because I can't imagine talking for 30 minutes. And I can't imagine not talking for so 30 minutes. Maybe. That's kind of the yin and the yang that we've got going on in this marriage here. So why a podcast, <sighs> Travis? Because writing is so 2000 and I don't know what it was. Kind of hoping that we can actually do one of these each week together and get it out there versus... That is a lofty goal. Let's be real. find pictures, writing up some nice content, editing it, doing all that. That takes a lot of work. It does. And if you don't know us, we, like Trav said, are married. And we have two kids that are seven and a half, almost eight, and just turned six. We both work, Trav works full-time. I work probably three-quarters time. And we both race and ride bikes and somehow keep our house from not falling down. So there's a lot of things. Yeah, we do have a leaky roof, though. We need to order those things before it's it It's probably going to fall down. So it's basically too late for that this year. I'm just going to call the guy and have him put more tar up there. Let's let's just be honest. Yeah, we also uh, have a team. We managed to convince some people that it was a good idea to join up in the Bonk Collective. So we race uh, We race in the Obra, what is it called? I don't want to say Obra Association because it's like ATM machine. <laughs> it's the Oregon Bike Racing Association. Under the Obra umbrella. There we go. Right now we're in cyclocross, and it's currently going back and forth from pouring, thundering, and being dry. So tomorrow's race could be interesting. Let's see who put mud tires on, because I did. Yeah, so I guess uh, we're not really sure where this will go, but we're going to try and do once a week, and we'll just talk about things that are going on in the cycling community, kind of our own experiences racing in the fall and with the team. And then, uh, you know, just trying to pull in uh, people here and there to provide something interesting to listen to. If it's not interesting, just tell us, please, so we can hopefully make it interesting or stop wasting our time. Yeah, I think Trav and I foresee, you know, talking to different people within the biking community. One of the people, or well, two of the people that I know we want to talk to are the guys running the GP series right now. I'd love to talk to um, Czech. Check Chuck. <laughs> Chuck, the new executive director for Obra, because wow. he's he's around quite a bit, going to the different race series that are going on. Um, then there's the whole big Save Alpen Rose drama going on, and it's just cross, 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 right now. So Trav, should we start with you? How was your race last weekend? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to look on the bright side of things. It I was your epiphany. Some grit and perseverance. 
At one point, I did walk out of the sand area because I was crushed. My bike was having some issues, and it was really bothering me. But then after that, I rode as much as I could. Well, at least you and didn't throw up in so, the sand. Yeah, several people threw up. So that's a win. But they also went faster than me, so maybe that was it's telling me something. But you didn't throw up. I hate throwing up, so... Yeah, I don't like throwing up either. Um, how did your race go Saturday, Pam? I actually had a really fun race. Why? I raced single speeds, and I had a really good race. Um, my first race last Saturday, two Saturdays ago at David Douglas was, to put it nicely, a disaster. Yeah, that's why we're talking about this race. Yeah, so to then race this last weekend at Hetmere, it was fantastic. I did the really fancy way of going single speed, and we zip-tied my shifter. And then I was going to do, what, a 42-21, and I ended up accidentally shifting right before I really cranked down my zip-ties and ended up at a 42-19. And actually, it was fantastic. 42-19... That is a 2.21 ratio. And yeah, you looked really good because you kind of, so there's like what, three three ladies out front, Holland, Laura. And why am I drawing a complete blank? Oh, oh, oh Janelle. Um, Duh. Janelle. No, it wasn't Janelle. Janelle wasn't racing. I noticed there were actually quite a few single speeders in the um, women's elite race as well. Yeah, well, that's well, that's where Janelle raced single speed and completely annihilated everybody. Megan Ferris, apologize for forgetting. Yes, they Holland, Megan, and Laura were about a minute, minute and a half in front of Laura and I. Yep. And then I was chasing Laura Schmidt with CX pistols, and you kept yelling at me to go faster, and I had no more gears, man. I couldn't go any faster. No more gears. Yeah, and then um, rounding out the top 10, we have Miel, Miel, Miel. <laughs> Miel, we know your name. Yeah, I Stephanie promise. Spiak, Brittany Stover, Sonia Ebert, and Tess Ware. So it was a good race. I'm finally figuring out, I don't know, how to corner correctly with putting my weight in the right spot so I don't feel like I'm coming to a complete standstill and then having to sprint out of every corner, which is really nice. So, But I don't know. I have a really weird relationship with Hetmere. I really like it. And most people really do not like that course. But I love it. Yeah, so this year they did a little change to it. They made the entrance into the sand um, a lot more curvy. It was a lot more curvy, and it was very, like, a flat entry. Usually it kind of has, like, a little lip, so people end up kind of, like, jumping into it. Yeah, so it seems like maybe they did that to limit the amount of crashes. I'm not sure. There Um, were still a lot of crashes, just not as many endos. Yeah, the crashes, it was interesting. At least my experience, crashes were, like, halfway through for some reason. I think it was people, like, stalled out and then just laid face first into the sand so um so yeah other than that the course was pretty much the same i think uh, yeah they took a, a triple barrier went down to a double barrier which is nice i mean who wants to run three barriers no what but then it? they had that other barrier before going into the bark chip yeah, which they, is usually there i don't know i like that one 
Okay. I don't know why. It's good. I mean, that course is good. The back end is always really super bumpy, though, when you're doing that single track after the gravel road. So I know a lot of people were getting very nervous. Well, because I race with the Cat 5 men, and so you could hear them being very concerned about burping on the whoopty. They were talking to you? No, you could hear them talking to their tires. Wow, you're going fast. (laughs) Aren't you worried about burping? (laughs) (laughs) I do love racing, like in with men though because they straight up know you're not competing with them and when they have no ego like there was one guy on the last lap like i was i couldn't spin anymore like i was just pedaling as hard as i could and he came i had passed him he gave me a good cheer and then he came in front of me and helped draft me on the straightaway he let me draft him it was great thanks man yeah, I'm looking at a picture of you jumping over the barrier in the sand, and it looks like the cat five behind you is kind of eyeing your form and smiling. I don't know what that is. <laughs> oh, in the next picture, he's actually smiling going over the barrier. So that's just his pain face. He looks like he's having fun. That's awesome. I wish I smiled when I was when I when I race. I don't smile. Anyhow, um. So I don't know. It was a good race. Brian had a really good race too. Yeah, Brian is in the Master Threes. He's on our team. And the th- those three guys went off the front like crazy. And Brian threw a couple punches, got away halfway through, about halfway through. And um, the, the other two, Kevin Ryan and Marty Joyce, apparently got together on the last, rap, lap, last lap on the gravel right after you finished that off camber and they powered up to Brian and then uh, passed him going into the single track back back towards the finish and he ended up third but great great battle it was fun to see and it looks like John Hatfield Jason Whitley um, were also pretty close on the last lap there yeah and so I ended up doing the single speed because I had to head out Okay, so we've got two kids. Our daughter's doing soccer this fall. So I I had to rush her out to Cook Park. So I got done at 11. We were out heading to Tigard by 11.10. Did a soccer game. And then we were back in order to watch the women. Two, three, basically all the women's fields at 2.05, which was great. So got to cheer everybody on. Our kids went clamming in the sand. Thank you for the free entertainment. Yeah, I didn't know that clams lived in um, freshwater, if I can call it freshwater. That lake is pretty nasty. I didn't realize clams lived in freshwater. I guess they do because they're now in our backyard. Yeah, kids thought they were oysters. So um, if you have kids there and your kids are playing with our kids... Correct your kid, because he taught our kids that those are oysters. They're not oysters. Hey, but David and David, thank you for the free entertainment, because legit, I'm pretty sure we didn't see our kids for a solid hour at one point. Yeah, well, Brian was supposed to watch our kid when I was racing, and he forgot. So if you ever see our kids around and they're doing something stupid, um, please let us know. And feel free to yell at them. We're okay with it. And also... I was going to say you can yell at us, but 
I don't really want that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the one thing is nice having done the cross races now for, I don't know, you've done them for four years-ish, I want to say, is we know a good amount of the people that are out there, especially if you have kids that are around the same age as ours. So they tend to like migrate in a clump and they all kind of know each other. And they all kind of go to the same places. Because at one point I saw them all on the spinny thing at the park. All of them surrounding a giant pub mix thing from Costco. And trying to see if they could spin so much that they would puke while eating pub mix. And having a great time. This actually might be something that Stephen Hartzell would be good at. Puking off of... Uh... Corey too. And Corey, yeah. But you also did Kitty Cross. Yeah, tell us about Kitty Cross. What, what are we doing with that? So uh, for the last last year and now this year, we help out the Zone 5 guys and we basically run Kitty Cross for them so they don't have to think about it. We, you know, help them bring the snacks. We get all the cones. We set up the course, you know, usually with the help of a lot of children. There are a million kids that love to help set up the course. Yeah. And um, also this year, uh, Steve has been helping us. Um, awesome. Awesome having your help out there. Yeah, um, he's got one in the Kitty Cross and one in the Juniors. But yeah, it's 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 kind of one of those things like, um, you know, you wanna you wanna be a part of the community, also wanna help. And since we got kids, uh, it's kind of our way of helping. And I gotta say, it's pretty exciting to see all the kids ripping around the course, just having a great time. So that's that's a lot of fun. We tried to do. Uh, this weekend we tried to do like uh, as many laps as the kids could do in 10 minutes. Like we tried to put a time limit on it, just like the regular races. Um, but we got four minutes in and thought, man, they've been going around for a long time. So we cut it short in about six minutes. So I think six minutes is a good time. Yeah, because some of those kids, man, they can haul. Like they'll go, they'll just keep going. They'll get their little snack, let the next round go, and then they'll keep going again. But it's good. We like it. And it's kind of... For me, it's nice because I'm such a social person. Like I get to meet the other parents there that are their kids are doing the kitty cross. But then I've also really gotten to know um, David Hart and David Salzberg that run Zone 5 and their crew, which has been really nice. So I like being able to help them out. And like if we can ease just one burden for them over the course of what usually ends up being a long couple days. It's nice to be able to help out for those guys because those promoters put out a ton of of time absolutely yeah and now tomorrow's trophy cup and then we've got blind date on wednesday that you'll be out at and then well brad will be there brad's defending his title he's got to win again yeah maybe next time we'll talk a little more about blind date and and the trophy cup series the weekday series yeah so okay let's go back to the weekend then so what's the series right now that we're running on saturdays the grand prix loose Luciano, or is it Luciano? I think it's Luciano. Bailey. Bailey. So we've got three more. The voice of Obra. He and your he called you Twinkle Toes. I don't know if it was exactly Twinkle Toes. I heard acrobatic in there. He is very verbose with his adjectives. It's pretty fun to listen to him. Um, I was gonna say something, but I forgot. Okay, so then next week, this coming weekend is Corn Cross. And Corn Cross has not typically been a part of any series. It's been its own standalone. Yeah. And that is out in Boring 
Although I believe it's put on by the city of Sandy. Yes, at Leopold. Leopold Farms. Yep. So they've got a whole like outdoor area there. I think last year they did like this buffet thing. Yeah, you can either get like a hot dog or you can go through like their barbecue buffet. I think they usually have one or the other. Oh, and then they have uh, like a bar. Not, not really a bar. Uh, they've got like kegs. four, like four or five taps. Yeah. And what? Their Kitty Cross is. Kitty Cross is next level. They got like. It is awesome. Yeah, they've got like log rides and jumps and I don't know. Yeah, they've they've got these kids. Like if you've ever picked up like a kid's bike, like they weigh a ton. Well, they have to carry them over like. A hay bale. Hay bales. Yeah, that was really hard for the kids. That's something that you just don't practice in the preseason, you know, going over hay bales. (laughs) What are you talking about? Augus is carrying his bike over everything. Got a mountain bike. They got the doggy dash. Oh, yeah. They've got a flyover. So if you haven't done flyover, that's kind of fun. Well, the fly, I mean, and then really like riding through the corn is super fun. I've never ran through the corn. I usually I've never run through the corn. I ran. Oh, I did say ran. The dogs and their owners run through the corn. They have the doggy dash. Yes. And, uh,. Yeah, so that's Saturday. It's going to be awesome. Probably going to rain this week. It looks like it might rain Saturday as well. I don't know if I've ever done the course like when it's super muddy. did it a little bit muddy three years ago. I don't remember it being super slick though, so I don't know. We'll see. Last year when I did it, it was super, super dry. It was crazy. Yeah. So I don't know. I really liked it. It's mostly just, I think, technical. Yeah, it's really curvy in the corn. I didn't expect that. And last year, you could tell, like, roadies that were trying cross versus people that like mountain bike. Yeah, I'm kind of hoping uh, with a little bit of the rain, the roadies decide to just end their season. So, and yeah, we've got <laughs> we've got my mud tires on. You should, you'll probably get yours on this week. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. I think that's pretty much what we wanted to talk about here. Oh, I was going to say about Kitty Cross. Now I remember. If you have any ideas on how to make a cool course or make the courses better, or if you have something you want to give away to the kids or anything, just shoot us a note on Instagram at the Bonk Collective. Or at PNW Power is you. I can't imagine anybody listening to this would not know who we are at this point. (laughs) Yeah. So, and kind of going forward, you know, this... We're going to try and have kind of a theme to each weekly discussion so we can so you can decide if you want to listen intently, have it on in the background, you know, kind of give you a feel of what we're talking about. Um, my goal for next week is to I want to talk to the Davids, talk to them about how they think the series is going. You know, they also run the road series in the spring. Just kind of ask them, you know, what they think about what's going on with the cycling community and what's it like putting on a cross race versus a road race. And, you know, they've been doing this, I think, five years, 10 years, a long time. Yeah. So thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time.